Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, leading people into the Christ-centered life. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. Sometime after this, Jesus crossed to the far shore of the Sea of Galilee, that is, the Sea of Tiberias. And a great crowd of people followed him because they saw the signs he had performed by healing the sick. Then Jesus went up on a mountainside and sat down with his disciples. The Jewish Passover festival was near. When Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming toward him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? He asked this only to test him, for he already had in mind what he was going to do. Philip answered him, It would take more than half a year's wages to buy enough bread for each to have a bite. Another of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. Here is a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish, but how far will that go among so many? Jesus said, Have the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in that place, and they sat down. About 5,000 men were there. Jesus then took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish. When they had all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, Gather the pieces that are left over, let nothing be wasted. So they gathered them and filled twelve baskets with the pieces of the five barley loaves left over by those who had eaten. After the people saw the sign Jesus performed, they began to say, Surely this is the prophet who has come into the world. Jesus, knowing that they intended to come and make him king by force, withdrew again to a mountain by himself. John chapter 6, verses 1-15 through 15. You need to see this movie. We've probably all heard that statement before. Sometimes it's true, and sometimes it's definitely not. But if a movie comes out and we hear over and over again from multiple people how great it is, you'll probably give that statement some weight. That's because we always give more weight to testimony when it comes more than once and when it comes from multiple sources. The more people are talking about something, the more there is to it. This story is a little bit like that. Other than the resurrection, this is actually the only miracle that appears in all four Gospels. The fact that the story is repeated with a similar emphasis each time must mean that there's something to it that God really wants us to understand. It's a miracle, of course, the multiplication of the fish and the loaves, but it's actually more than that. It's a story of God taking what we have and making it greater. Whether it's our time or our gifts or our money, our influence, our personality, whatever, Jesus has a powerful and beautiful ability to take whatever we've got on us, big or small, and then multiply it into something that is far greater than the sum of its parts. We don't need to supply food for the multitude. That's his job. We just need to offer up what we have and let him do the rest. There's a great line in the story that easily gets missed in verses 5 and 6. Jesus asks Philip about buying bread, but it's not a real question. It's just actually a setup because Jesus already had in mind what he was going to do. That was true for lunch that day. That is true for us today, wherever we're at and wherever we're facing. Wherever we are, whatever questions we have, whatever uncertainty we're in right now, Jesus already has in mind what he's going to do. He is not worried or confused or anxious or unclear about what is coming next. He knows where we're at, and he knows how to get us to where he knows we need to be next. At the passage's end, Jesus withdraws because he's getting too much attention. Yet another example of how he didn't come to draw the glory to himself, but wanted to give all the glory to his Father. 
The time had not yet come for him to become famous, and so he selflessly backs away from the crowd, not wanting to do anything outside of God's will or outside of God's timing, an example that we also should always strive to follow. Today, let's take some time to ponder the things that God has given us and how he might use those multiplied to do amazing things. And let's pray that he then does do just that. 